Callum, did you know that everything is still racist? Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the answer I was expecting. <laughs> no, because I know what these people mean by that term. They, they mm-hmm. don't actually mean discriminatory on the basis of race, like any mm-hmm. normal person would use that word. What they mean is, oh, it's not leftism. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's not. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you want, but the, the Rice Krispie Club fans on mm-hmm. the pot of the books aren't, aren't flying red flags yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it is about very silly. I, I imagine mm-hmm. they're going to call that racist mm-hmm. at least one point. And that's part of the, the reason why I'm, I'm not going to be taking a lot of this very seriously. Obviously, the actual implications are quite serious, but the best it's way... Funny, actual racism, bad. What the left calls racism, not racism. Yes. But um, what's going on here is that they're, they're calling every single thing under the sun racist. And we're going to go through some of the most recent examples, which I've done before. Um, but there are some very funny ones here. And... Um, we're going to laugh at them because I think the best antidote to this is to not take it seriously. Because if you take it seriously, you're giving them credit, I think. If you yeah. give them credit, then people lost. take them seriously. And it shouldn't be taken seriously because, as you will see soon, this is just absolutely moronic. I mean, I don't know who's been hitting their head against brick walls enough to come up with these ideas. But the first one being that, uh, you know, BMI, body mass index, racist. It's racist now. I thought it was racist against rugby players. Yeah. Because it, they're really fit. And so they know, have a massive uh, BMI that says they're obese, but they're like... Mm-hmm. You know that, nah, that, right. that race of rugby players? Um, well, that very not? well-known um, ethnicity. What do you not remember? The um, Met Police came out and said the emos were a race. Emos? Right, okay. I, I, I didn't realise they... I, I know the thing you're referring to, but I didn't realise they said they were a race. So the, the British police declared that they, you could commit a hate crime on the basis of like racial groups, but then they said also cultural groups are the same. So if you're an emo, basically there was now the emo race was the example <laughs> they gave. But then of course people asked, what about goths? And then they said, yes, goths are also a group which is um, protected. And it's like, right, so literally any cultural group, as in we do a thing together, is now some kind of new racial group. So yes, the rugby race is out there. <laughs> the people of rugby. <laughs> so yes, um, I, I suppose I may as well explain a little bit about why it's actually supposedly in the news at all. So the American Medical Association, this is uh, the words of Fox News, is under fire for saying the body mass index scale is racist. Medical officials are now discouraging doctors from using BMI solely to determine if a patient is um, in a healthy weight bracket due to the scale of supposed discrimination. So I would presume that certain groups have certain higher BMIs compared to other groups. Yeah. And because there's a difference, the Chinese, it must be racism. Endlessly, the Chinese whining again that everyone thinks they're fat. It's, surely, that's what's happening. I mean, they're just compensating from Mao's great famine, aren't they? I mean, it's not the Chinese, is my point. I know, <laughs> it's yeah. never it's, is for some it's reason. It's the Japanese. It's all those sumo wrestlers. <laughs> All those anime-loving skinny girls that are whining about this BMI is racist against me. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, BMI is obviously not a perfect measure in that if you're muscly, it discriminates against you and makes you, you sound fat if you're going off purely off of the number. But of course, it's still an important reference point because if you get to a certain point where you're really muscly and you've got a really high BMI, it's putting strain on your heart, isn't it? So it's a good way to kind of quantify how much strain you're putting on your body, potentially. There's, there are actual legitimate uses for it, although as with many um, figures and statistics that have been contrived, they have their applications, but they are flawed, right? That's perhaps a, a more reasonable view. It is my opinion, so obviously I'm a bit biased. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily racist, but um, 
It carries on to say, the medical community labelled the scale as imperfect and problematic, claiming it had been used for racist exclusion, according to a previous Fox News report. And then uh, the article goes on to say that maybe there's a vested interest that the American Medical Association says this, is that, you know, fat is good for profit if you're in medicine. If you're healthy, you don't need medicine. Well, uh, that's going to get cropped out of context, isn't it? I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're healthy, you don't necessarily need to use the medical institutions. You know, I sometimes call you Carl Pilkington. I mean, that is one of his. <laughs> Never go to the doctors was his advice. I mean, I that do makes do you that. Sick. Yeah. Well, he's not wrong because, <laughs> because you, you, you go to a hospital, you get ill, right? As in, there are lots of things circulating there that yes, don't circulate you in the general problem, population. Go to the doctors. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you've, you know, you've been stabbed, you're like, oh, I don't know, I might get a cold. Uh, go to the doctor. Um, probably go to hospital, actually. Don't go to your doctor because you'll be waiting for months. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, not, that's not this either, people no, who don't I, know. Like, I, I love the, uh, the way Josh speaks sometimes. It is hilarious because <laughs> you'll come up with stuff that just is like Carl Pilkington, and I, I, I absolutely adore it. Thank you very much. And uh, yes. Another thing that's racist, Callum, is uh, McDonald's. Didn't you know that uh, fast food? Uh, well, China, yeah. They, 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 just, they just hate black people, apparently. McDonald's, you know. So it's the demographic that doesn't know. Mm-hmm. No, if, no, you, if you no. ever go into a McDonald's, you actually notice that there's a, a line for um, white people and then there's a line for everyone else. That's, that's what happens in every McDonald's store, isn't it? I think. I, I've never seen a McDonald's that doesn't do that. Oh, oh wait, no, that's not actually true. I was going to say, what's going on in Plymouth? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's not much immigration in Plymouth. So, <laughs> so you know, we're a bit backwards, you know, right. maybe 200 years or so. Um, so this story is uh, a bit strange, really. I don't really know what to make of it. And I'm very curious this, to see what you have to make of it, actually, Callum. It's, um, I'm, so I'm going to read this from Forbes. And it says, it's getting nasty between black media mogul um, Byron Allen, um, the world's big and the world's biggest fast food chain, is already plenty contentious last year in a 10 billion federal lawsuit. 10 billion US dollars there in a lawsuit. Allen alleged that when it comes to allocating advertising dollars, McDonald's runs a racist operation that echoes the whites-only system of the Jim Crow era. McDonald's uh, adverts. So quickly, <laughs> I can disprove this bollocks. Yeah, I, I wonder. Um, okay, the, the ethnic breakdown being. of McDonald's adverts, at least the ones I've seen in the UK, I obviously don't go out of my way to watch American McDonald's adverts because I hate adverts at the best of times. But um, I'm, I'm fast. It's not an ethno state. Just looking at the images on Google of the people in the adverts, mm-hmm. for some reason. Who'd have thought that McDonald's as a business wants to make money and actually discriminating against people is not a good way of making money because you want everyone's money. It's almost like they've got a legal department. You might say that's illegal. Hmm. I, I, it's it's not as if they're like a multi-billion-dollar company, is it? It's not like they can't afford all of this stuff. But um, it goes on to say, he said McDonald's has a two-tiered spending operation that disadvantages black-owned businesses, like his Allen Media Group. I don't understand how his media group is in competition with McDonald's. Well, but you can see the point in the whole thing there. It's just like you're a racist. Why? Because I'm not making money. Yeah, I feel like it should be thrown out of court, but yeah, he's he's spending a lot of his own money on some sort of public meltdown or delusion or something. I, th- I think it'd be much cheaper for him just to get a therapist 
If you think McDonald's <laughs> is racist against you, the entire business of McDonald's, then you might perhaps need to have a little bit of a, a, a sort of You're offering your soul searching. And what's that? Sorry, Are you offering your services? Just no. When you get paid a hundred grand, it'd be cheaper than what he's done. Actually, if you pay me a hundred grand, I'll do. You know, I'll, I'll say to you whatever you want. <laughs> there you are, I'll ladies. tell you McDonald's is if racist. You, that's the price. I only said say. <laughs> I didn't say do anything. That's enough. That's you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've, I've, I've clearly angered, not angered, I suppose, uh, got a, a few people in the, the internet sphere hot on the loins. I mean, that has always been a question, though, isn't it? You guys sit down and be like, well, what is your price? Because <laughs> you know the old joke, it's like, well, how much would you have to be paid to do it? And then everyone's got a number, but mm-hmm. they'll answer to it. And it's like, right, so we agree on what you are. It's just price we're haggling over. Mm-hmm. But it is true, I mean. Well, it, it depends million? what you're talking about. Like, Sorry, I'm derailing. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how much would you, I don't know, convince a, a CEO that everyone's racist against him? What is your price? I'll do that for free, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hilarious. You I, I'd pay money to do that, in fact. Um, so it carries on to say, McDonald's denied the charges and said Alan's gripes about its ad spending stem from his media properties, low ratings and reach, and are about <laughs> revenue, not race. Oof. Did Donald Trump write that? <laughs> McDonald's not pulling any punches. I mean, it's like their clientele. You're failing bigly. <laughs> failing bigly, yeah. Um, yeah. The company said it looked forward to taking the case to trial to publicly ex- expose these allegations as baseless. Um, apparently, the, the dispute is heading to trial in September. And I'm going to enjoy this because I imagine it is going to be a mudslinging contest between McDonald's and a black man. And the, the optics of the whole thing for both sides are terrible. But the entertainment value for normal people <laughs> is through the roof. Some deluded man screaming racist and the McDonald's burger company being like, loser, no money, loser, not making any money, bad I like business. How he's like a billionaire and he's just like, you know what the problem with America is today? Racism. I've only got a billion it's dollars. Keep, keeping a brother like me down. <laughs> yeah, I could be a trillionaire by now. It's a bit of a strange one. I don't really understand. I think he might have lost his mind. Um, here we have uh, dating preferences, being racist. Um, so here we have, how can I help my white friend understand his dating preferences are racist? And uh, apparently having a preference, which um, supposedly we're told by the left, you have no influence over. You're just attracted to who you're attracted to. It's intrinsic. There, there is no so- social element. All of a sudden, when it comes to their sort of pet topic, hang on, they're, they're more than happy to say, hey, this is just what he's being told to think. You, you ever noticed it only goes one way, though? Yes. My male friends' dating preferences are wrong. What about your female friends? Hmm. Female friends have some dating preferences. that wrong? Never is, mm-hmm. is it? Only the male friends. But the, the funny thing is, even here in The Guardian, um, her response to this question is, it's not really that important, and most people don't really care. So... <laughs> Like she was saying, like most black women will not lament it and probably will just ignore it and not care, which is actually surprisingly reasonable for the Guardian. So, they, there imagine you go. dating a girl, and she goes, "Well, I'm only into white guys." She'd be like, "Sorry," I'd be like, "Oh, good news for me." Good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would be a bit confused. I'd be like, "Okay, well, that's competition." <laughs> why, why have you brought that up? I mean, what's going on here? Why have you felt the need to <laughs> to, to announce that? But fine, and. Uh, here is another one. Um, this is all the way back in May, but we didn't talk about it and I thought it was funny. 
Um, this is from the Daily Mail. Now Frankenstein is racist. University of Florida class claims to show how Mary Shelley's monster parallels racial stereotypes and is taught by a professor who wrote about horrifying whiteness. And uh, I don't know um, if you know much about Frankenstein, but um, Dr. Frankenstein makes a, a monster. And uh, supposedly the, these, these anti-racist classes are saying, hey, that monster represents black people. And somehow that's what? not racist. Yeah, I know. That's the route they went with? Yes. They went with the extra credits, orcs are black people route. Yes, indeed. Oh, um, did it again. Did it again. <laughs> they basically argue that because... <laughs> People who don't know what I'm talking about there, there was a mm. gaming company, or at least like they make um, media about video games, extra credits. It was a lovely channel. It's quite nice. It was a guy with a very high-pitched voice. He used to tell you about how games were made, and it was very interesting for people like me who liked that. Then all of a sudden, some other guy took over <clears> and did the voiceover. And then all of a sudden, one day, they decided to make a video claiming that orcs were black people and that was racism against black people. Of course, the response from black people and white people was, you what now? <laughs> I'm so anti-racist, I just become very racist myself. Yeah, I mean, they, they became the clan in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, in which they went, yeah. <laughs> what was the line? that Because <laughs> I bet they're going to do it with the Frankenstein here. They, they said, what was it? They, they put an orc on camera and said, Get video games that portray some races as unruly, violent, lower IQ, and then they put a blacklist on screen. Well, no! No extra credits! What's wrong with you? But apparently, it's not a surprise, is it? I mean, like you say, I mean, mm. they'll do this. This is so, actually what they think about such I, I did do some digging as to what they meant specifically, and basically, I, I spoke to Connor because he's a big fan of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. He wrote down the, the plot of it because I've not actually read the original novel, unfortunately. Although I hear that it's good. Frankenstein doesn't get up. Uh, sorry, Frankenstein monster doesn't get up and go, what's good? No? <laughs> I don't know what you're just referencing. Just speaking in the whole time. Some, oh, no. right. No, he doesn't. He's got enough. green skin, I think, actually. It's not... He, yeah, it's um, not, not but the, the idea is that the so-called monster is, you know, very physically ugly, but has a sort of romantic soul and uh, is made a monster by the judgment of society. But then that brings up its own problems because if this is yeah, a little bit. <laughs> if this is an analogy to black people according to um it's worth mentioning as well the person who is running this if the uh is it mentally insane like always um and a professor it's not scrolling down at the minute for some reason um, of course it's taught by professor julia oh there we are that's um, julia but um i believe she is a, a mixed race lady um i'm not entirely sure i mean i don't like to speculate but i presume um, that's not her, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. There we are. Um, I'm, not, I'm in charge of scrolling mm-hmm. now. I'm not scrolling any further. I, I, I can't scroll your, down your anymore. Your box is broken. My mouse works. So um, yeah, can, can you scroll down a bit more? No. Why? Because that's her. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, now, sure, now this has been settled. There she is. So, so she sees herself in this, I presume. Yes. And and why else would you write it? But the 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 understanding that she has here is that. Um, the only reason black people do bad things is because society made them into monsters, which is... I don't think they're monsters. No. Um, I think okay. actually... <laughs> I think the, the, more, the more reasonable view is that um, people are responsible for their own decisions. Um, here we go. Is that you hi- highlighting that? Yeah, or is that I John? Just... The power and horror of whiteness. That's one of uh, the essays. They turn us into Frankenstein's monster, I tell ye. But, I mean, seriously though. I mean, these people should be selling pencils from a cup on a street corner, being mm-hmm. homeless. 
But it said they're professors in the West. I don't really understand. I'm not a professor because I couldn't, couldn't be bothered to do a PhD because it's a waste of money. Well, apparently so. Um, clearly, if I specialised in racism rather than psychology, I would be a tenured professor like that. But there we go. Um, but that is not all. Um, can you, can Sorry, you yeah, you're bugging next now. Bugging after. I'll be John. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um, so yes, science is also now uh, racist because uh, apparently there are too many uh, white and Asian people in science and therefore it must be racist. Um, this is, of course, the, the sort of quintessential um, race grifter angle of if there's any disparity whatsoever, then uh, it must be racism. You, you look like you're trying to suppress a, a massive smile. No, no, no. No? No. Um, no. Why would I? <laughs> so moving on to the next one. Um, Avon and Somerset Police, um, the chief constable of them, said the force is institutionally racist, which um, is a strange thing to say about uh, uh, something that you are a, a senior. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry to be rude. I mean, it's not all middle-aged women, obviously. Mm-hmm. But whenever I look at middle management and there is someone who is completely clueless, it usually is someone like this who lives mm-hmm. in a completely white area such as Somerset. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm not sure Somerset's quite as completely white, especially Bristol. Sure, but they've like been on a course. Mm-hmm. Like those those dinners we spoke about ages ago that white women were paying twenty grand for in the United States. It was like you were completely clueless. You spent twenty grand on a dinner to be taught that you were racist. I can do that for free. Too much money. Too much mm-hmm. time. But declaring yourself racist, apparently in vogue at the minute. So uh, next we have uh, immigration control. Of course, this this has been said before, but it's in the news again because Greg Abbott is, you know, like holding off the, the hordes at the gate. I mean, there are literally hundreds of thousands of people on the Texas border that would be a catastrophic disaster if all of them could just walk into the United States. But no, him preventing them from getting into the United States is uh, racism. It's not, you know making sure that the state of Texas doesn't collapse from the weight of loads of people who are carrying all their belongings, looking for resources. I mean, you can't support that massive influx of people just suddenly turning up on your doorstep. Well, also these chaps here who are guarding the border, mm-hmm. um, they're carrying rifles because uh, it's perfectly safe. They don't need them. Yeah, no, it's not like them. there are, are coyotes or cartels or criminals of any stripe oh, involved in this human trafficking operation. Of I've course. never heard of crime in Mexico. No, me neither. It's actually an entirely peaceful country, which is very strange because the United States has such bad crime that you go, Mexico, go, heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. No one there has any bad intentions whatsoever. So they'd never, yeah. I don't know, mix with a lot of people trying to get to the north. I mean, uh, uh, they're, they're children, good heads on their shoulders. They're, they're never separated by cartel members en masse when the village doesn't comply. That was yeah. a bit heavy-handed. But, but uh, it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, everything about this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then we have a slew of... Uh, the entire mainstream media reported that... Uh, a report said that cricket is racist, sexist, and elitist. I'm surprised it's not homophobic, to be honest. I was expecting that word. Who are the two teams that seem to dominate cricket? I don't know. I don't watch cricket. Indians and the Pakistanis, isn't it? Um, they, they seem to do quite well. Yeah. yeah. Strange. Imagine how well they would do without all that racism, keeping them down. I know, yeah. I mean, it's racism that perhaps makes them miss their, their shots, or it's just the phantom of the white man haunting them. They would be completely flawless and perfect if it, if it wasn't for our existence. I mean, I, I'm no cricketer, but from my experience... Um, 
there's nothing racist about the game of cricket. You know, people throw a ball at some wickets, you hit the ball, and sometimes people catch it, and then you're out, and you do a bit of running. I, I, Just I, I, like I mean, Jim Crow used to do. I know, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan, you know, they would, they'd have their clan meeting, then they'd have a game of cricket. Is, is that integral? No, that didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, they took, took off their hoods and they, they played Pakistan in a very friendly match. No, they took off their hoods and they were all Pakistani, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a massive plot twist. But yes, this was reported everywhere. This was, of course, The Guardian. Then you have The Cricketer repeating it, even though you would presume that they're like, hey, we're an institution in cricket. We're not racist. But no. And she's like, yes, we are racist. Look at these people. Mm-hmm. The serious people. Take us seriously. Mm-hmm. Nah. You can take them seriously because they all have their hands like this. <laughs> That's how you know they're very serious. Um, here we have the BBC, Discrimination Cricket. This Sport must round. change, says uh, new report. This, for people wondering, I'm pretty sure this, yeah, this is news route. This is the kids app mm-hmm. of the BBC. So this is news for children. And the news that children must know is cricket is racist. <laughs> so if you have a, a physical education lesson and you play cricket, and you, your presumption will now be um, if you're a child at school, that I'm going to get racially abused. That's that's what integral to cricket, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's how they decide who's going first, really. Mm-hmm. Who, who's got the best insult? <laughs> Could you the imagine? Way- <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> the way they put off batters to to when they're trying to hit the wickets is they throw racial slurs at them. I think that's an integral part of cricket, isn't it? Is, no, it's not. <laughs> um, no, of course not. And again, Sky News reporting this this silly story that an entire sport is racist. And uh, again, the Sun, and believe it or not. They are reporting that cricket is racist. Also, <laughs> with a wicket on, on fire. fire. <laughs> That's <laughs> just like they burn the cross. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the same. <laughs> a bunch of Pakistani guys in robes burning the wicket. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you, India. <laughs> well, they're going to say you're basically white, therefore you're bad. Yeah. But yes, it, it's just it's still carrying on and. Sometimes, you know, we do, it, it seems like low-hanging fruit to point this out, but it is important, but we have to make fun of it because it is also just ridiculous. Like, of course, cricket is not racist. It's just a sport. And to say that the entire institution is, is racist is strange as well to me because do you know what makes up institutions, Callum? This isn't a trick question, by the way. Uh, racism? Um, well, apparently, but <laughs> people make up institutions. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? is exclusive to people and not systems of governance. Beliefs, really, um, I would say. You know, people hold beliefs, so it's individuals in question. It's funny how that doesn't go on, isn't it? It's almost like if you accuse individuals of being racist, that might lead to litigation. So if you accuse an entire institution, you just generally use a shotgun approach to accusing people of racism, then... It's so general that you can't really have a case to sue them, which is why it's going on, I think. And I think actually understanding the the nature of why it's all institutional is just that the people doing it are perhaps a bit more savvy than we might give them credit for. And they know that if they say, you in particular, you're racist, they're like, no, I'm not, and I'll see you in court. Oh, by the way, pay me money because you've got no proof. So they know that that's not a good long-term strategy. So this, that's why they're doing this sort of stuff. I thought I'd draw attention to some more of this because it is silly and I thought it'd be fun in pointing it out. And uh, 
I suppose we need to be aware of every single thing that they're attacking now because apparently we have to defend everything because everything is racist. And uh, yes, um, I'm somewhat fed up of it, but I think so are many other people. So hopefully you can enjoy a nice game of cricket without throwing out any slurs. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium contents on the site, such as the symposium series, this one on debating casual determinism. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow it on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.